0: you didn't let the cat out she's scratching at the door welcome to the million dollar landscaper podcast we're your hosts scott and katie mulchan and we make it easy to start working on not just in your landscaping business we're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue and now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same are you ready to build your business let's get started Welcome back, everybody. Today we are going to be talking about running an effective team meeting. So if you haven't been having team meetings or you have been having them and they're, you know, either not real productive, haven't been going great, Today is the episode for you, because we're going to give mm-hmm. you kind of a structure to get through those meetings so they're not long and painful. <laughs> yeah, I think
1: we've all been there. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, and if you didn't listen to last week's episode, go ahead and listen to that one, because we talked about having a scorecard for your company, mm-hmm. and that scorecard is going to come into play today in this topic.
1: Yeah, you absolutely need it in here. It's important.
0: Okay. Sure. So yeah, listen to our sponsors for a quick second. We'll be right back.
1: The only app every landscaper needs. Company Cam makes it dead simple to communicate, document, and problem solve with guys in the field, no matter where you are. Company Cam brings documentation, communication, and liability protection together in one simple, easy to use app for you
0: and your entire team. Take unlimited photos and videos, share custom reports,
1: create flawless before and afters, and even communicate and share progress with homeowners with galleries and project timelines, all from your smartphone. CompanyCam, the only app every landscaper needs. Check it out at companycam.com slash million or in your app store. If you run a landscape or lawn care business, you know the work never ends. There's customer service, hiring staff, mountains of paperwork. The to-do list just goes on and on. Plus, you still need to do the actual work that pays your bills. Running your entire business with pen and paper alone is just hard and really plain messy. You know you need a better system to stay on top of everything so nothing falls through the cracks. Jobber is a mobile and online app that helps keep your business organized and looking more professional than ever. With Jobber, you can quote jobs, schedule your crews, send out invoices, accept payments online all in one place. You won't know how you ran your business without it. Jobber offers free one-on-one coaching to help get you started, and there's no software experience needed. Get paid on time, go paperless, and impress your customers. Try it for free today at getjobber.com forward slash MDL. This podcast is brought to you by Busy Busy. Busy Busy is so simple to use, and it's the most reliable GPS time tracking app on the market. And the best part is it was built for landscapers. BusyBusy's founder created BusyBusy Busy because he owns multiple construction companies and needed to understand better which projects were making him money and which projects were killing him. Payroll is the highest variable cost in the project, so you better be tracking it. BusyBusy Busy does this better than anyone else. So download BusyBusy Busy Today and don't forget to mention the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast to get three free months.
0: We want to take a quick second to tell you about our friends over at Cycle CPA. I can't even express to you how important it is to have a good accountant on your side. You know you want accurate bookkeeping and financial statements every month. Instead, you're often left with limited time to focus on the accounting side of your business and no reports to show for it. At Cycle CPA, the landscaping accountants, they not only handle the bookkeeping, but also provide landscape industry benchmarking, job costing, financials by service line, advisory meetings, and much more. Cycle CPA has a team of landscaping accountants available to provide anything from bookkeeping to CFO services. Visit CycleCPA.com and for $100 off, mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast. If you want to get the lead you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try SendJim. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So, If you haven't already, go to sendjim.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendjim.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. Okay, we are gonna talk all about meetings today because you should be meeting with your team at least weekly, yep. I would say. Even if your team is just you and one person, you still have to take the time to go ahead and touch base with them, wouldn't you say?
1: Well, absolutely, and communication is just important all around in all aspects of your business and probably one of the top reasons many people leave because they don't feel like they're getting communicated with good or bad.
0: You would be surprised at how many people aren't having meetings and aren't <laughs> communicating well. And if you're not, that's okay. We've got you. That's why we're here. So the first thing you need to do is just to pick a date and time for this meeting and be consistent with it. Monday morning at 7, Friday afternoon at 3, whenever. Just pick a time and stick with it. Maybe Monday and Friday doesn't work. Maybe Tuesday is a little bit better. I don't know. <laughs> I'm always a
1: fan of doing like Wednesday or Thursday okay. in the mornings before the crews roll out. There you go. I think that's important. I didn't like doing Mondays because it was Too over the weekend. Yeah, well, you come back from the weekend, you got... Phone calls, people calling in or sure. whatever. That was just me,
0: though. Oh, I, it makes no difference to me. Yeah. Um, I'm on a group that has a team meeting. We do ours on Thursday afternoon. Mm-hmm. That just happens to be when we do ours. So the point is to pick a time and be consistent with it yeah. and, yeah, make sure it works for you. The key it, is consistent. Yeah, so don't make it at, like, a weird time that you're yeah. not going to be able to be consistent with. Yep. Like, 1030 in the morning is yeah. probably, like, a weird time. You yeah. probably want to have it, like, if you're at the very beginning of your day or at the end of your yeah. day. And even the end of the day might get hard because you kind of don't always know when you're going to get done. Yeah, crews
1: might be rolling at different times.
0: I'm a fan of first thing in the morning, but it's whatever works for you all. You don't want these meetings to become a huge time suck where nothing really gets done. You don't want it to turn into just like a crabbing and moaning and whining session. (laughs) Um, You want it to be effective. And if you want the meeting to be effective, you're going to have to have some structure to this meeting to keep things kind of rolling and keep them on task. Because if you're going to go ahead and take the time to not have your team out in the field you're going to want to get the most out of the time together. If you're taking the time to do this, like it makes sense to get something out of it, right? It's oh, yeah, it's absolutely. not just for chit-chatting.
1: Well, the other thing, too, is just keep in mind, like you might be thinking in your head, oh, these meetings are just a waste of time. I have more important things to do. I'd rather get out there and get working, and get going. They are very important. We'll get into some of the details here in a little bit, but it's important to keep in mind that when you start looking at all these larger companies, they're having meetings With their teams. Might be team leaders, might be all team members. They might not
0: have everybody involved. They might have it sectioned out. But they
1: are having these team meetings. If you look at any large company, that's what they're doing.
0: Right. So there's no reason to not set yourself up from the beginning. So even if you're just starting out and like I said, and you have one employee, that's okay. Set yourself up for success from the beginning. So pick your date and time. I like 30 minutes. Depending on the size of your business, this could be a little more, a little less. But I think 30 minutes is a great goal. To uh, just kind of get started with, don't you think? So number one is just pick the day and time. Number two, pick a length and time, 30 minutes. Sorry, I'm looking at my notes here. Number three, the first part of the meeting is just going to be like highlights and wins. Like I've been in meetings where they call it like one good thing or joys and concerns. It can be whatever. And that's going to be the first like five minutes of your meeting. The next part of the meeting is going to be reviewing your scorecard. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, this is where that scorecard comes in Mm -hmm. because this is kind of like a record of what happened in the past. It's keeping tabs on key performance indicators in your business. And that is something that should be updated prior to this meeting. So we talk about that in the previous episode, that there are people that are in charge for the certain KPIs on your scorecard. So make sure that they have updated that prior to this meeting. Also make sure that everybody has had a chance to look at that prior to this meeting. And this is where maybe having it on like the meeting on a Wednesday or Thursday comes into play because that gives people earlier time in the week to get that updated and posted because you don't want this meeting to be the time where everybody is seeing this for the first time and you don't want them updating it during this meeting. And then the next part of the meeting, everybody's going to share their priorities.
1: Now, this portion, I don't think it needs to be everybody. It could be like your... Uh, key team, people. Yeah, key people, like team leaders or something. I mean, if the uh, crew has something to say, it, don't...
0: To me, it really depends yeah. on how many people you have. Obviously, yeah. if you have like 35 people, if you go through everybody, <laughs> that's going to get lengthy. Yeah. But if you're doing this with your crew foremen and stuff like that, they for sure should yeah, have absolutely. a say. And if somebody has something that they want to get off their chest or say, they will have a chance to do that later on in the meeting during this next part, which is really the meat of the meeting. And this is where you get into your issues. What problems need to be solved? What's been coming up when you're looking at those KPIs? This is a good time to highlight, you know, some wins. Like maybe you, I don't know, got a great Google review. I don't know. This is the meat and potatoes. Now is when you do your talking. And that should be about 15 minutes. And then you have your wrap up and that's about five minutes. And the first couple of times that you try to have a meeting using this structure, it might be a little awkward. You might not be perfect at keeping everybody on track. But if you're disciplined with your time, this meeting will evolve. And so if all you do is respect the start and the stop times at first, then that's okay. Like, that's a win. Mm -hmm. You can kind of get the rest of the structure will hash itself out the more and more you do this.
1: It's like anything else. The more you practice it, the better you're going to get. Right the same thing we just had a talk with our son about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are not joking. We did literally like an hour yeah, ago. Yes. Uh, so uh, this will keep everybody on task and it will just decrease the amount of like side discussions you have if you're really trying to keep on track. So one of the things you want to make sure is that everybody gets out of this as an action plan as well. So everybody knows that is what's going on with the business and this will just keep your productivity wrong. So, there are a couple different roles in.
1: Th- keep it wrong. It'll keep it right.
0: Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was looking at the word wrong. What went wrong? What went right? So, oh, I'm a little all over the place. You can tell when we record podcasts like later in the day, the brain gets swimmy. The words don't come out right. It's okay. We're mm-hmm. going to get her done. We're going to get you on your productive meeting. I yeah. promise. We promised it. I, we will deliver. So, Before you get started, you're going to have to have somebody who runs the meeting and you're going to have to have somebody who uh, keeps track of time and keeps things kind of going. Anybody who's got a timer on their phone can do this.
1: And this could be, you know, depending again, on the size of your business, this could be you running the meetings Mm -hmm. or it could be like if you have a supervisor or, you know, a management person, they could be the one running the meeting. You don't necessarily always have to be the one doing it
0: all the time. No, The meetings that I talked about that I do on Thursday afternoons, we all take turns. Somebody different runs the meeting every time. But then the second role you need to have is somebody keeping track of time. And that's really important. And we're actually going to have a download that goes along with this that will outline this structure for you. And we'll put those times on there so you know what's a good goal for each section of this meeting. So we'll have that as a download for you so you don't have to worry about like taking notes while you're listening to this. If you're driving, just get all that when you get back. And if you have a person that can take notes, that's also great.
1: Yeah, and the other thing, too, on that, rather than necessarily taking notes, if you just record it, if possible, depending on, I guess, how big the company is. But if it's a big company, meeting, you might not be able to do it. But if you can record it in just your phone, there's actually programs out there you can transcribe this stuff very cheap and much That's easier true. than you can taking notes with things. So, yeah, uh, just something to think about.
0: That's true, too. And if you record it, if there is anybody who wasn't around that happened to be absent that day, then you could have this Somewhere where they could go back and watch the meeting. So that's just something as well. Okay, let's get into the meat of it here. What should this meeting actually really look like? So that section number one, we talked about highlights and wins. Like I said, some people call it joys or concerns. You can call it whatever you want. But this is where your teammates can celebrate a personal win. It can be a professional win. It doesn't really matter. They can talk about a project that went well.
1: Yeah, it's always important to start off on a high note. Like
0: Oh, for sure. People
1: are always kind of dread meetings. Start off on a something positive note. It's going to just automatically at the beginning just trigger something in your brain that you're going to be.
0: Yeah, this can be something as simple as, you know, they had a great weekend. Or right. if, if somebody went on a big vacation, they might want to talk about it. But once again... This is only going to be five minutes, so yeah. keep it short, but yeah. give everybody a chance to brag a little bit if they've yeah. got something they want to talk about. Yep. You know, like Scott said, get the meeting started on a high note. Well, so. like you
1: said, too, if you, you know, received a great Google review, put that out there, or a Facebook review, whatever it is, or you received a letter, like we've received notes from customers saying how good. Yeah, it's a that out. perfect
0: opportunity to share that with your mm-hmm. team so they know, oh, hey, this praise has been coming in. Yep. So, Yep. Um, then the next part is the scorecard review. So like we said, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, go get that. You're going to h- review your KPIs in this part of the meeting. And this is going to help you confirm if your goals are on track. You can look at that tracker and at a quick glance, you'll be able to know if you are on track or not.
1: Now, just something something with those KPIs, and we discussed this in last week's podcast, but yeah. you know, if you having a meeting with your team, I understand you may not want to express some of your numbers to them. So you may not want to go through like what your accounts receivable or accounts payable or certain things like that. Or I think, do think it's important to let them know your sales. Like you have a sales goal of a million dollars, whatever it is that, you know, okay, we we're so far in, you know, four months in, five months in, I guess it's five months now, five months in, we are not even quarter of the way there. So, you know, we need to figure out what we can do. So that could be something we discussed in the meeting, but If that's a KPI
0: that you're monitoring.
1: You just need to look at the KPIs that you want to have for your business based on, you know, what you want to discuss with your team. Certain things you may not want to discuss. I think your
0: point was if you don't want to share the exact numbers with your employees because that makes you uncomfortable, if you're tracking something like net or gross profit, because sales doesn't tell the whole story. You can sell a million dollars and still be in the hole. Been there, done it. We know that story. (laughs) So if you want to keep your team up on how you're doing without telling them the exact numbers like gross yep. or net profit, just use a percentage or just let them know the percentage up or down that you are from your goal. So just speak in percentages if you don't want to use exact numbers, but it is good to keep them up on those kind of things because that's generally tied directly to what they're doing. So yep. it's important for them to know. Does that yep. kind of solve that? Okay. Okay. But in this section, when you're looking at the when you're reviewing those KPIs, you don't necessarily have to get into huge discussions about it right now. It's really just to check if you're on track or not.
1: Section three, you want to figure out what the priorities are. So if you're talking to your salespeople, you know, what are your priorities? You know, how many meetings are you 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 know, planning to get this meeting? How many leads we have coming in? Whatever it is. Or if it's your your team that's out in the field. Okay, we have Mrs. Smith's job. We need to get this job done. We have Mm -hmm. X many hours to complete this job. This is your priority to get this done.
0: Yes. And then that way everybody knows what your priorities are for the week and they can help you hold you accountable. And this doesn't have to be a formal thing, but it's like you can just touch base. Oh, hey, how are your sales going? I know you that was a priority for you this week. How are you doing with that? Is mm-hmm. there anything I can do to help you with that?
1: And I think it should be something that All key people say something, whatever their priority is. And it might just be something for them, for your crews to be able to get out of the shop in 20 minutes or something. Like
0: everything doesn't have to be life changing all the the time. For real, if the crew has been getting out of the shop slow in the morning, the foreman's goal may literally only be just to get out of the shop on time. And that's okay. It's okay to start with these little tiny goals. That way they don't feel overwhelmed. They don't feel like you're trying to be overly pushy or overly Mm -hmm. formal, especially if you've never done these meetings before. It might take a couple meetings in for everybody to get comfortable with it,
1: period. That, and you're gonna need to give them some guidance, especially if they never had any of these meetings before, any structure before. So it might be something with your crew leader.
0: If they can't come up with anything, maybe have a few things in the back of your head. Clean out the
1: truck at the end of the day. That's exactly what I was gonna say. It can be
0: something that little. Yep.
1: Yep.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Now we can move on to section four. And that's where you get into this, like the meat and potatoes Mm -hmm. of, okay, we've looked at the KPIs. Here's where we are on or off track. What mm-hmm. can we do to get on track?
1: Yeah. And this could take a little bit more of a discussion, kind of going back and forth with the team just to figure yeah. out what's going on. This is on. that
0: 15-minute session yeah. of the meeting, so you can you can work on getting solutions for where you are off track yeah. of your KPIs.
1: And it could be not even going into those priorities to help them figure out how they can achieve those priorities that, you know, discussed in the Oh, absolutely. Section, so. If they
0: have some uncertainty as to how <laughs> exactly to achieve that priority, yeah. Now is where like, you can give them input.
1: Like if it, you know, whatever, you have Mrs. Smith's job, or you have to get it done by Thursday. They're like, well, we have rain coming in Wednesday. What can we do to try to get this accomplished? You or
0: might, something. yeah, like, have to work over on Tuesday or, in order to make Wednesday half a day yeah. or something. But now is a good time to hash that out and kind yeah. of get that all talked about.
1: Yeah, so it, you're going to spend some time doing this. But this is the portion that can get out of control if you let it. And this is where that timekeeper comes into play.
0: Have the timekeeper keep tabs on this because it's supposed to be 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And if you do have a topic that is getting to be too meaty and is is going to require more discussion, you can do two things. You can either schedule a separate meeting for just the people that are involved in that topic to, to talk about it and get it all hashed out. It might just be the owner and the foreman or the owner, the foreman, and like one key employee. You can either, you know, schedule a separate meeting or you can just table it until the next week. Yep. If it's not something that has to be resolved like right that very minute if it's something that's maybe kind of been an ongoing problem that is it's problematic but we don't have to necessarily have it solved within like right now you can always table it and bring it back up next week
1: yep but just stick to the 15 minutes again this is something that could easily get pulled out trust me
0: (laughs) i hate meetings that are long and boring and people won't shut up so well
1: these these whole point of these meetings (laughs) is to be informative and, and communicate with everything going on and resolve issues that are going on
0: yes but once again, keep it on track, yep. stay on topic, and you just be so diligent with the time because yep. your people will eventually learn that we're going to stick to this time, whether you're done talking or not. And yep. so they'll they'll start wrapping it up. Yep. Okay. So then that brings us to our last section, which is the wrap up. Yep. Even if you are kind of still in the middle of a topic, like we said, either assign it to a separate meeting or table it till the next week, but start wrapping it up. And then do five minutes of wrap-up where you just kind of recap everything that went on in the meeting. So if somebody had something specific that they were gonna do, now's a good time to talk about that. If somebody was absent from the meeting and you wanna assign somebody to make sure they got either the notes from the meeting or the recording of the meeting or just a verbal rundown of the meeting, assign that now.
1: Yep, The whole thing is just the communication with your team, make sure was on the same track of what you need to be, priorities are set and and just use this to point to, you know, resolve issues and and anything that's going on in your business.
0: Well, you can use your team to help keep you on track as well, because I guarantee you probably have too many goals and too many things going on. And so it might be helpful to have them help you kind of check yourself before you wreck yourself. If they're like, oh, my gosh, they see that you have all of this going on. They can help you either reprioritize, get things off your plate or just deem things unnecessary
1: (laughs) and they start seeing that you're doing all this other these other activities and if you're on the job site they might be telling you hey Go take They'll care of this. They'll kick you off. Yeah. We've had
0: people who yeah. their employees literally kick them off yep. job sites. They're like, we have got this handled. Go do yep. your thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of cool to see that happening. But like, yeah, we got this. And yep. that's that's what you want. That's
0: what, yeah. well, most of the yes. people we work with, that is their goal. There are very few people who like just being a solopreneur and want to do everything themselves. They do exist. So yep. if that's you, then you're jam. Go for it. But most people need, not only want, but need to get some of that time that they're spending in the field back. So Mm -hmm. they can focus on the business end of things and to have employees that are invested enough and well-trained enough to be like, see you later. Get out of my face. We have this handled. That's a good thing. And you'll know that it's okay to do that because you have your KPIs set in place. If you are meeting your productivity as a KPI, you'll know that your crew's got this. If maybe one of your KPIs is, like you mentioned in the last episode, um, complaints, number of complaints, Mm -hmm. if you're tracking number of complaints and they are low and your team is coming in at or under production hours, and they're not getting in complaints, then you know you're humming along. Yep. You're, your team's doing great. You can go ahead and start getting that time back and start you know getting your infinite list of things done. Yep. <laughs> and you don't have to be out there all day.
1: Uh, wouldn't it be nice to just be able to come home and be done? <laughs> not necessarily to go do estimates at 11 o'clock at exactly. night or 10
0: o'clock. <laughs> but it's having, it's having a structure for this meeting, having this kind of outline for it that's really going to help you just be more productive in this meeting. So like we said, there's going to be a download for it.
1: One last part. Oh, we there, want to there grade. is. We you want v- to grade this meeting. We want everybody to kind of go around around the room and just rate this meeting A to F. Before C, you, before
0: you yeah. end, during your wrap-up.
1: Just find out, ask them, you know, how would you rate this meeting? We want to shoot for A's.
0: Everybody so, grades the meeting. Yeah, everybody yeah. who is there.
1: So if you have somebody that gives you a B, C, D, or F, we want to ask them, okay, what can we do next time to make this meeting better?
0: Yes, they're not allowed to give the meeting anything other than an A without an explanation of what would it would take to get this meeting to an A. You can't just be like, that meeting was a D minus. Okay, yeah. it was a D minus. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Then what would have made it an A? Yeah. And then and it's your job as the owner to take that to heart and make every meeting an A.
1: And this goes into, you know, having a good culture in your business because you can get those people that are going to be like, ah, it's an A. But they don't really mean it. They have to honestly meet it. And that's where I think it goes into play, where you have the meeting structured. It happens the same way every time. And you're consistent on your time. So if it's only a 15-minute meeting you're doing, stick to the 15 minutes. Because it starts dragging on. They're going to start losing track. Because if you look at that one book, uh, uh-huh. Traction, they talk yes. about having 90-minute meetings.
0: That's way too long.
1: Yes. I cannot
0: it, pay attention for 90 minutes.
1: Yeah, it maybe it's a 90 minute meeting for like top people at the beginning of the year trying to figure out your goals oh. and budgets. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Thing, no. That's
0: like that's not a weekly meeting. That's Correct. like a let's plan something for a quarter or, or something. Or <laughs> yeah.
1: maybe if you're, a, you know, a very very large business and might might be something you do with your large, you know, a team, big sales team and and your management team, perhaps. Like yes. For most businesses out there.
0: But for a little check-in meeting with your team, try to keep it to this. Yeah,
1: 15 try, to 30 minutes is try, what I,
0: And um, I think by keeping it short and keeping it moving, keeping it on track and on time, your people will eventually learn that they're going to get cut off if they mm-hmm. keep yammering on. So that will keep people from talking too much. And respecting the boundaries of the meeting is going to keep those people from being, that are like the eye rollers that are like, ugh, these mm-hmm. are dumb. Yep. If they realize that you're really doing this to try to, make your business better and to try to make the team better eventually i think that eye-rolling will stop and they'll actually be engaged in the meeting because they're like this isn't just a big huge stupid time suck we're, yeah. we're actually getting something it's a productive meeting and we're getting something out of it
1: and you, you brought up a good point there this is something if you've never done these meetings before you need to tell the team why you're going to start doing these mm-hmm. if you just start coming in and say monday morning hey we're gonna start doing these meetings they're like
0: Ugh, Ugh, why because
1: most people go instantly to thinking oh, i'm going to get
0: I'm in trouble. trouble yes. What did we I'm, do I'm, wrong? Uh, yes. We're all going to get reamed.
1: So yeah, <laughs> this is, again, this is why in the beginning of the meeting, you talk, start off at a high point. But this is something that just when you start doing it, explain your team why you're doing it, how it's going to benefit them. <laughs> and, you know, like I it's always say, is finding the win in it for them. That's the main thing. How is this going to benefit them?
0: Everybody wants to know what the win for them is yep. in literally everything. I mean, people are inherently very self-centered, self-included, not uh, pointing uh, fingers. I always want to know what's in it for me because- yep. Nobody wants to be there like, oh, why am I even here? Yep. So.
1: Definitely uh, point that out to your team if you've never done these before. But
0: Yeah. And then, like I said, it's your job as the owner to make sure that the timekeeper is keeping things on time. Whoever's running the meeting is keeping it moving. Mm -hmm. And then to make sure that if the meeting is not an A for everybody, what can you do to make it an A?
1: Yep. So definitely go check out the download that we have available. Yeah, that'll help. Yeah. And go
0: back to last week's episode where we talked about the scorecard because that will help Mm
1: -hmm. too. Yep. And just, just get started, you know, my, this first meeting maybe only 10 minutes, but just get mm-hmm. started doing something, build up. To or it might time. be a
0: half hour because yeah, you're I, still kind of struggling to find your feet. And yes. you might find that you need, you know, we re-recommended a half an hour where maybe you're like, you know, really, these need to be 45 minutes. Okay, mm-hmm. f- cool. I'm not saying that the half an hour is what you have to do, but it's a good place to start.
1: And one thing I will say, too, if you have this type of meeting don't incorporate like a, a safety training meeting into, you know. Don't, this is
0: not training. Yeah, this, this is, is strictly if, if you, business. Yeah,
1: this is just for that point of it. So don't try to like, okay, we're going to add in a, you know, a little safety meeting on skidsters driving or, you know, whatever it is or, how to, you know, whatever it is. Don't incorporate that. This meeting is just about the business, priorities, you know, the wins and for everybody. Do discuss that only in this particular yeah. meeting.
0: Well, that will... It'll be easier to stay on the timestamps and yes. stay on track if you are only discussing what needs to be relevant to this meeting. Yeah, so. so
1: definitely go grab that download. It's going to help you keep on track.
0: Yep, and go back and listen to last week's episode if you have it, And um, because that has a download with the scorecard that explains yep. how to use it and wrap that into this meeting yep. as well. So get those downloaded.
1: Okay, you ready for your questions?
0: Yes, I'm ready.
1: All right. Do you have a favorite T-shirt? If so, what's on it or what does it say?
0: I don't think that I have one. I still have some of my college t-shirts just for like the nostalgia of having them. Like when I graduated from Purdue, my mom bought me a shirt that said Purdue alumni. So I still have it. I'm probably too fat for it right now. I haven't tried it on in a while, but I do still have it. So I don't know if that's a fake. I don't necessarily have a favorite that I wear all the time, but I do have a couple that I have held on to just for
1: nostalgia. All right. When you were a kid, did you have any posters on the wall? If so, what were they?
0: Um, mm, I think I had some of like that Lisa Frank stuff that was like unicorns and like very colorful. I probably had a poster with a cat on it. I don't remember specifically, but if I did, like that would be the pretty much the genre. I don't think I had posters of. We weren't no allowed.
1: Boy to, bands or that? Well, <laughs> I wasn't
0: really allowed to have that Ladies stuff.
1: Hairbands or anything.
0: No, I. Funny, I wasn't allowed to have anything like that. I was never allowed to have, like, the teen magazines or anything that had any of that in there. Yet my younger sister was allowed (laughs) to have, okay, because there's four kids. And so I kid you not, by the time they got to, like, the last two, I think my mom and dad were slacking. I'm just saying, as a number two of four, by the time they got to three and four, the rules got a little loosey-goosey. And so my sister was allowed to have, like, this huge, like, it was, like, the size of a door. You probably remember it. We were probably dating by then. A Green Day poster that had, like, pot leaves and stuff on it. And I'm, like, really? Like, I was allowed, like, nothing. Like, well, because my dad wouldn't let us put holes in the wall, number one. You couldn't, like, use, if you put anything on the wall, you had to use, like, that putty mm-hmm. stuff. You were not allowed to put, like, thumbtacks or anything in the wall. No, no holes in the wall. <laughs> But anyway, ooh, I got I, think, some, I got off. I, I think there might be some anger involved I think there. there is. I, think I might need a therapist, but so. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really allowed to have too much, but my sister could have her giant green day poster. My younger, Sorry. my younger sister. So
1: all right. Last one. What is the weirdest thing you've seen in someone's home?
0: Um, in their home.
1: In, out, I'll do whatever. It says in, but
0: um, nothing too crazy. Uh, I do have friends where the husband is one of those people that plays what I call like nerd games. And so it's, like, you know, the games with, like, the figurines and stuff like that. And then they have, like, candles. Are talking,
1: like, Dungeons & Dragons type of thing? Yes. but I don't know the other ones. But,
0: but like, nerdier than that. Like, I think D&D, like, everybody knows of and is aware of. But it's, like, then those, like, other, like, but it's the games like that that have, like, figures and people. And then they have, like, candles that are, like, skulls and dragons and stuff. I mean, it's totally fine. It's just not my thing. But I do have a friend that, yeah, when we went there, I'm like, huh? is quite a question of little guys you got there. And they're for games and stuff. So I, it was, I, it, okay. it's not horrible, but I've never seen anything like crazy weird. Like, I can't even think of anything. It
1: wouldn't have to be anything like your little dragons or anything? No. No. These are just for the games? Yeah. I just call
0: them nerd games. I don't know what to call them. So
1: I think I understand.
0: And the reg- dragons you're referencing, yeah. those were, I don't collect them anymore, but I did for a time. Those were like little like yeah. precious moments-y type yeah. things. Yeah, I guess my most people I know are pretty uninteresting. I suppose nothing okay. too crazy. Even in college, I mean, just college kid stuff like having keggerators in the living room. But that's I don't. It's that's normal, not uh, weird. That's yeah. normal in college. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. all right, guys, definitely go check out that download, and uh, that's gonna help you set up these meetings and just keep them on track. It's definitely gonna improve. And grab the score scorecard from from the previous,
0: from the previous yeah. episode.
1: And grab those, need, and you'll be set. Yep. And if you need help getting any of these set up. Uh, check out the Millionaire Academy inside. We can help you walk through these and coach you through how to set these up and actually run these meetings and get you going.
0: Absolutely, yeah. We've got uh, enrollment is open right now. And actually, Scott is taking calls right now. If okay. you are curious about the Academy and you're not sure if it could help you, then you can go ahead and book a call with Scott. Because we're mm-hmm. really, lately, we've been really helping people that are just starting out and they're really kind of struggling. We've got quite a few people that have never <laughs> never thought they were going to be owning a landscaping mm-hmm. business. We've got a couple of those in there. Um, And, you know, if maybe you've taken over the business uh, like from a family member or, you know, unfortunately, sometimes family members pass away and you inherit a business. All of those, those are all uh, just the different types of people that we help. So no matter where you're at, we can probably get you started on the right foot. You don't have to struggle.
1: Yep. And then uh, don't forget to go check out our sponsors. A lot of great programs and stuff out there to to help your landscape business. It's
0: all to make your life easier. Yep. So.
1: (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today. Have a great day. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message.